What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Promo code HAM working everywhere today. EaseandEaseWellness.com. Manscaped.com, promo code HAM. BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. SeatGeek.com, promo code HAM. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Now to the segment. We've talked a lot about the Raiders and um, Derek and Vegas and, you know, is 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 Gruden going to look for another quarterback after that year and all this well, stuff? Well, yeah, is Derek going to have to sell his home to Gruden so he can have a That's bigger right. home? <laughs> That's right, so Gruden can build a second lot for uh, uh, Nathan Peterman next door. De- um, Deuce. Deuce. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, I also think the flip side of that is, and, and we acknowledged this a little bit the other day, but Derek played well against the Texans. And uh, the fact is that the odds, because they lost that game, are now stacked against them. But they're still in the mix. they got to win this week, it feels like. But they're in the mix. Can Derek play his way to Vegas? Because I, I don't know. The way I've started thinking about it is the odds are probably in his favor. Um, I'd say heavily. Wouldn't you say heavily in his favor? Yeah, but part of that is, as a credit to him, he's played them into his favor. I don't know if Gruden started this year thinking of it that way. And I don't know. Maybe he did. Whatever. But I don't think we did. I, I know that. We didn't. We looked at this year like you kind of got to prove it. You don't just get to go as a default. Because how many years of losing is Gruden going to take without making a change in his favorite position? But part of this year now, and I hate, you know, we're not talking about wins right here, but we are partly. Like, do they win enough football games with Derek playing well that he is clearly the Raiders quarterback in 2020? Um, I would say the odds are now in his favor, even though we've kind of, you know, we've we've kind of knocked that around for a couple of years now. Well, he threw two picks in the Kansas City game. Since then, he has nine touchdowns and two picks. On the season, he's well over 70%. He's got 11 touchdowns and four picks. The eye test, he's been pretty good. Now, as we always say, it's better to die a baby than red zone turnovers. Like the Packer game, he was 22 of 28 for 300 yards, two touchdowns. He threw a red zone pick, and he had the red zone turnover. So as good as he was against Houston, like does Gruden just forget about that play? 
you know, because that play was a killer. Now, ultimately, you'd say the reason they lost the game, would Rodgers have five touchdowns and he ran one, right? Or was that? Yeah, I mean, he was just, so it wasn't, I mean, Derek can't play defense. And you go just. But it was the reason they weren't. It, it, that game got away from him at that point. Because of It's Derek. easy to find the moment it happened. 100%. Where you go the Houston game, Derek was really good. Threw three touchdowns, and they just lost because, as I've, I've read a couple of places, they were just a Khalil Mack away. You know, they could have a guy that could sack Deshaun Watson and win the game. And it's true. Uh, it, you know what turns out, guy? Cleveland Farrell's not very good, and neither is Arden Key. Uh, actually, Arden Key is better than Cleveland Farrell. But it's a double whammy. What quarterback's going to be available this offseason in the NFL? You go Andy Dalton. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Andy Dalton, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, potentially Cam Newton. I, I do think Cam Newton could probably play. Like, if he comes back and they win 10 games, like, he'd probably just stay, right? He'd be no lock to be gone. But he might. Uh, Mariota. But th- these are type names we're talking about. So Derek's better than the, like Derek is dramatically better than Marcus Mariota right now. It's not even close. Jameis guy, I looked yesterday, has twelve interceptions. Twelve interceptions. They've played seven games. Derek has eleven. He has a, he has one more interception than Derek has touchdowns thrown this year. Like, that's insane. You can't. You can't. Now maybe you could tie Jameis to be like a backup, but could you? Yeah, I think it'd be tough. Somebody to work with them. But like, I mean, maybe you'd want to work with the, them. But. Would the Bears be better with Jameis than they would with Trubisky? Or would his turnovers <sighs> kill him? I mean, here's what's really going to hurt Jameis is people are going to go, you had Bruce Arians. You know? I, you, like, at least you could argue Mariota, it's been a wacky situation there. People are like, you had Bruce Arians. He makes quarterbacks better. And then you look at the college quarterbacks. Well, if the Raiders win, Field Yates tweeted the draft order. And yeah. I don't think people quite realize this. Guy, because there are so many shitty teams in the NFL. I, I mean, we got multiple winless teams. We have several one-loss teams. The team drafting 10th was was like the first three, uh, like a three and four team. So if the Raiders win six games, they're going to be drafting like 14th. Well, there are like seven, three, six or seven three-win teams right now. Yeah, so that will, right, it, you kind of... Uh, the Raiders are one of them. It's the Chargers, the Bears, the Raiders, the Steelers, the Cardinals, the Lions. So the, the so this this Lions game, John, is a big draft swing. Well, we, but we won't talk about that until December. We'll but my, my point is, right now, game. potentially one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There are nine teams in the league as we headed in November that don't have three wins. I, I think that shows you right. pretty clearly they're going to be. Well, let's play this game real quick. Who's better, the Bengals or the Raiders? The Raiders. Raiders. Dolphins or Raiders? Raiders. Raiders. Redskins or Raiders. Raiders? Raiders. Falcons. Raiders. Jets. Raiders. Giants. Raiders. Broncos. Raiders. Bucks. I think if they played like Bucks ten times, it'd probably team. be closer to because you would say the the one thing the Bucks do really well is just throw bombs, and the one thing the Raiders do really shitty is cover. So that I I think that would be a weird matchup. I think they match up well against all those shitty teams you listed. Unless Matt Schaub, when you told me through for 480 yards, uh, I think the Bucks would be a weird matchup for him. But the, you know the but, Raiders play the Bengals? I mean, the Raiders have some easier games coming up. But it's a great point. I mean, the odds of them drafting in the top 12? Yeah, to, I mean, to me, to the me they nine. feel like probably 12 to 15. 
you know, depending on if it kind of gets away from them. But, like, do you see the Redskins or the Falcons or the Jets? Are they going to start winning games? The Giants stink. Well, well, like, well, how about a team that has more wins than the Raiders right now? The Titans. They have four wins. Are they going to finish with more wins than the Raiders? Well, I, the one thing you'd say about the Titans with is... With Ryan Tannehill playing quarterback? Yeah, but he's actually been decent. They just do it I ugly. Know. Like, to me, the Titans are a 7-9 and nine team. Like, do you feel confident the Raiders are a 7-9 and nine team? They might. Um, I wouldn't say confident, but I'm, you know, it's, they. that's what they feel like to me right now. Yeah, just, don't you think they feel more 7-9 and nine than they do 5-11? and 11? Yeah, well, they, they feel more 8-8 eight and eight to me than 5-11 and 11 at this point. I would say, but here's the differentiating factor to me why I think 8-8, eight and eight, their defense is still really shitty. They can't sack the quarterback. They can't cover that if, if Derek, this is where the margin for error back to Derek, where I think we evaluate him kind of harshly. He can't, like Jimmy can throw picks, whatever. The Niners will have three more picks on the other side and then they'll run the ball. Like at any moment, Josh Jacobs can get dinged up and then they're screwed. And at any moment, like, their Terrell Williams, like, their margin for errors are really, really small. They're dependent on, like, but, four guys. But listen to the schedule. They play the Lions. Okay, that's tough. Yep. Chargers. I think that's tough Bank. when people act like. You agree? It's just every Chargers game is the same. Yeah, you, it's well, tough. Do you know that's a thir- – is that a Thursday night game? It is a Thursday night game next Thursday. So we get back-to-back um, very Thursday night games. I'm not – that's not We bad. do. No. Um, Bengals. Jets. Chiefs, Titans, Jags, Chargers, Denver again. So, you know, there's some curveballs in there, but it just... You you would say this stretch at Chiefs versus the Titans versus the Jaguars is probably a little more difficult than I would say the average Raider fans acting like the Titans and Jags are just wins. Like, those aren't just... You agree, those the Titans and the Jags aren't just wins. Right. Like, that. if I told you that no. they lost those games... They're both at home, though, but no, because Because... Okay, let's say we assume. Let's say I'm with you. They're an eight and eight team. Well, what are the Jags and the Titans? Eight and eight type teams, right? So those are just—they're all the yeah, same. Maybe nine. Yeah, like the Jags. I watch them. They feel like a nine win team. This feel. Who has better players, the Jags or the Raiders? Uh, the Jaguars. Yeah, I think the Jags for sure. You take the Raiders have the better yeah. quarterback, but say what you want about Leonard Fournette—he's still getting a hundred yards every game. DJ Charks, DD Westbrook, all those guys on defense. Like they, they got some guys, and the Titans. You could argue the Raiders have as equal players as the Titans. But still, like the Titans, when they play, will probably be, you know, six and seven, and the Raiders will probably be like six and seven. And you'll be, it'll be like a two point spread, right? Or three point mm-hmm. spread. It'll just, to me, those games will be Raiders at home minus three. Both those two. When you say, if assuming Derek's healthy. Yeah. Or, and their quarterbacks are healthy. Yeah. Is Foles back by that game, you think? Yeah. Is Foles back? I do. You, 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 I think he's close. You feel more confident than me that Foles is just coming back and starting. Well, I mean, that was before this week. Because Minshew had had a stretch that wasn't great, but then he played pretty well this week. What if he beats the Texans this week? Yeah, I mean, it's I lose confidence with every good performance that he has that he's that it's going to be just Foles' job, yeah. If they, go, if they have a winning record, and let's say Minshew starts the whole season... Would you agree that's an incredible accomplishment with a six-round rookie? It is. I would agree. I mean, how often do you see a six-round rookie function, let alone play pretty well? And you're right. Like, some of it, if you do dive into the games, the hype and the Minshew mania and the mustaches are a little louder than the actual, like, you know, he's like 50%. But then you watch but what him, you can't de- he makes some plays. Yeah. He makes 
there are just some winning. You just there are two or three winning plays that you got to make, and he makes them, and he looks calm while he's doing it. So the eye test passes, and the numbers were better this week. So, and I think um, like, I think sucks. coach of the year is really tough right now. It sucks for Foles, but obviously he has great perspective, like with other shit that's happened in his life. But about the individual injury, the one thing you'd say is like, it's not like I got, I sucked and I got Wally Piff. My clavicle shattered and a guy came in as they do, as I've come in before and replaced guys. And the guy was just good. Like, it's not, it's not really that crazy, right? It's one thing, like Mariota, like I could see where you question your self-confidence when you go home at night. Like Foles would be like, my clavicle shattered. And this guy came yeah, in, we started I've been winning. in this exact situation before on the other <laughs> yeah, side. Yeah, like I, I, I get it. It's not, I actually think it's pretty normal. The only thing I would say that's abnormal, like when Derek replaced Schaub, one, it was clear he was better. And two, remember, it was like, well, Schaub's a guy, Schaub's a guy. They paid him like $7 million. The the, the curveball with Foles is they did give him $50 million guaranteed, right? Which makes me feel better for him. Well, yeah. So, if like you, I've been relieved of my duties before and had like a... Ten grand coming my way, and it was awesome. I'm like, wait, I just get to, I get these checks like every other week. I can't imagine like, yeah, your direct deposit for four more weeks. Your direct deposit is still gonna be a million dollars a week. Wait, can you repeat that? I, actually, let me double check. Wait, you make twenty five million. It's actually one point seven. No state income taxes, so the Fed. It's about one point three five take home a week. I'm like, oh, you know, I think we can figure out something to do in our spare time. <laughs> I can be a good teammate for that. Yeah. Let's go, Gardner. You got any more mustaches? <laughs> like, he would be likely yeah. to, like, if you, if they, let's say they start winning and we're like seven and five and on a bit, on like a Thursday night game or something, would it shock you if, like, Foles had a mustache on smiling? You know, I mean, he's just, <laughs> he's just a high level guy. All time. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you raise a good point when you, when we're talking about the Raiders and quarterbacks that are out there. Um, the Jags, you, you can't argue with this. They have two quarterbacks on their roster that can start in the NFL. 100%. Now, you would say, well, we just watched it unfold in a way that, where a guy got hurt. So, we're not in a, we'll, we'll keep both of them. We'll be fine. We already paid one of them. The other guy's free, basically. Wouldn't you keep both of them? Yeah, I would. Like, at this point in time, would you be a little shocked, unless, like, the rails come off, if they're 500 or 9-7, and seven, if both guys aren't on the roster next year to start? Yeah, to me, the the thing would be like, would you trade Foles for a second-round pick? Yes. So if the Bears offer you a second-round pick because whatever, they go through the draft and they just, you know, it's like this, we, we, we're in the, we're, we're after the draft and they just didn't get anybody for whatever reason, although you know, they might just be aggressive in the draft. But let's just say some scenario like that occurs. Saying, yeah. Well, like, because they would take that money. I mean, if you're the Bears, the money's not, you know, you would. Well, think about this. And this is where we're kind of the, the headline of this conversation is, is Derek make it to Vegas. If Derek was available, just like other teams in the league, as we've started listing the guys, you'd rather have him, you'd rather have him than Jameis. You'd rather have him than Marcus Mariota. You'd rather have him than Andy Dalton. Obviously, Mitch Trubisky, if he became available, Eli's going to get cut. I don't, you know, who knows if he wants to hold on. You'd much rather have Derek. Like, Derek would jolt. We've always said this, even in some of his flaws. You don't think Matt Nagy would fucking want Derek Carr on his team? <laughs> in, a fucking, in a heartbeat. I mean, so think about some of these teams and the, that would want this guy. So, this gets back to Gruden, that if they are 8-8, eight and eight, you'd go, well, Derek, 
and that's where he's got to get rid of killing the babies at the line, at the goal mm-hmm. line because he can play well, but if he keeps having those moments once a quarter, right? And when I say quarter, I mean quarter of the season. If you have three or four of those, and that's the and, you, and Gruden goes, we went seven and nine. But if Derek wouldn't have had those three turnovers, as shitty as our defense was, you know, and we're paying this guy twenty five million, maybe we're nine and seven or ten and six. And I think that's why no one disagrees that Derek is not like doesn't he doesn't want to turn the ball over right in that situation. But there is an element of like, okay, Derek, this is your six. You do have to have some like. You clearly understand the offense now. You're playing well. That that is just that's unacceptable. Like to me, you can throw a pick just in the in the flow of a game. That shit happens, right? Philip Rivers been throwing picks forever. Eli won Super Bowl throw picks. Like you can throw picks, but in those situations because I I get some tweets sometimes like, why does it feel like Derek turns the ball over way more than it does? And I say it's simple because it's like Cannon said, the red zone turnovers. Would you agree they feel like feel worse? Double like two turnovers in one, especially in a close game. It's the it, it, can there be a bigger gut punch? If it's a tie, if it's a tie game, in you know early in the let's yeah because you feel like if we just if we just lay down for three straight downs we're going to kick a field goal yeah so it, in, in instead we turn it over it like and they score so at minimum it's a ten point swing <laughs> and because the Raiders defense is shitty it's usually a fourteen point swing right. So you throw a pick yep. in the red zone, and you're playing Mahomes, and then boom, seven plays later, they're Travis Kelsey and Tyree Killer dancing in the end zone. Gruden's going, it was just ten to thirteen. Now it's well, twenty-one it's, to ten. My favorite thing to know with three minutes left in a, in the first half is who's got the ball first in the second half, because that makes what happens at the end of the first half so much fun. Because then you start thinking like, you score here, we get it. If we if we get the ball, we score, we get it back. Great. We don't get the ball. How's their offense? Been? Well, I think that's why. So then that's you start why, playing the game why like Gruden, our team's gonna. Uh, the Raiders typically don't have it because if Gruden wins it and he's right to do this, he takes the ball because he knows he's going to score right away and he gets momentum because his defense isn't that good. Because you don't want to kick off if your defense sucks and just give up a touchdown. It's it's somewhat deflating because then it puts the extra pressure on your first drive that you really got to score then, right? So, to me, the right, right move, if you're Gruden, is to always accept and just try to score and just set the tone, right? Be like, okay, well. Yep. We, Settle everything down. Yeah, and, and you know, like, Gruden hangs his hat on spending all night in those first 15 plays. But, like you said, it does cripple you if you have a late turnover in the second quarter, just like the Packer game. That, that play, looking back, felt like three turnovers in one. And that's where, for as good as Derek was just last week, Gruden's thinking, God, I mean, that Packer game, I know the score does not reflect the game, and he's right. Well, but also, you're not playing A-Rod every week, you know. So he gets down the field, scores, gets the ball, takes it down, scores again. But I, but you, you kind of, I mean, you say that, but then they went and played Deshaun Watson the next week. And then this week they got Stafford. The next week you got Rivers. I, I just think you do. Yeah, I'm just saying it in that in the the Packer game is the game where it leads to a 30 point blowout. Most games it it doesn't quite lead to that. You're still kind of in the game, and then the game comes down to two or three margin plays, and we say, well, that margin that that one. It, my point being, it sometimes it feels like it hurts you more in in a lot of their other games for sure. where they were going to win well, the game or really had a for sure. Like, like I don't think they were winning that Packer game anyway. I think the Texans game is a better example of. He was 
basically flawless. He did have the one play that the dude from Ohio State went right through his hands that James Lofton said if he was three feet higher, like, yeah, no shit. And even then, like, bro, the guy's a linebacker. He might drop it if he was eight feet tall. But if Derek turns it over in the Texans, like, Derek had no margin for error in the Texans game, right? And they still lost. Where in the yeah. Packer game, like you said, you're playing Rodgers. Even if Derek doesn't turn it over, you still might lose by multiple touchdowns. But the Texans game, I think Gruden can go, my quarterback played winning football, right? It was other parts of our is our defense didn't play winning football. But my quarterback right. and our offense, we were winners. And that's what makes football, quote-unquote, the ultimate team game. Like, if it's if football was basketball, it would have been like Deshaun Watson and, and Derek Carr each scored 45 points. And then whoever got the last shot probably wins the game. Where in the Packer game, it was like, well, those three turnovers at the end of the first half, and then, you know, Kevin Durant hit three threes were kind of a backbreaker. Now, can Derek string, and this is where, like you said, you don't play Rodgers every week. Well, I mean, you do play Stafford, who's been playing really well, and then Phillip Rivers, who that team's been weird, but we the Chargers and Raiders is playing weird games. So you go, Derek's going to, for them to win these next two games, let's say they rattle off two straight wins. What would like Derek's touchdown to interception ratio have to be to win these next two games at home? Um, like five to one. Well, six Stafford to one? Stafford might throw you a couple, and and uh, Rivers might throw you a couple. So he could throw. So Derek conceivably could throw four picks and still have fewer interceptions than the opponent. But yeah, I would say they they like to run the football. So I don't. He doesn't need six, but I'd say like five to two. I'd say the difference right now between Stafford and Rivers. Stafford's got 16 touchdowns. Like, he he is – he's been pretty potent this year. How many picks does he Four? have? He's, okay. he's, so he's been good. I mean, he's been really good. So, and against a team – It feels like you can't throw one in that game because they're going to score a bunch of points. Yeah, on I think you can turn it over against Rivers because, like you said, he does the classic, you know, sand wedge in the air. You're like, Philip, are you trying to hit Jesus up there? What are you doing with this? Uh, where Stafford is just is just throwing darts. I, I, I actually think most people are kind of acting like this Lions game is a little easier than it is. I think it's really difficult. Really? I think it's really difficult. Don't you? Well, what's the line? They can't be favored. That's a good question. The Raiders can't be favored in this you game. You don't think they're favored against the Lions? What would you guess I mean, what would you guess the line is right now? To to me, well, the game's in Oakland, so to me it should be like Lions one and a half, two. Two and a half? The Lions are getting two points. Plus two. Yeah. I, how could you favor the Raiders right now? I mean, we, we, we like them. They beat and get, but they just, the Lions have been a better football team. Yeah. To me, I'd probably go pick them. Okay. Just strictly because I go, I think the Raiders are good. I'm, I'm on record of saying that. You are too. But you just go, well, Matt Stafford could easily throw five touchdowns against this team, right? They did lose the carry on Johnson, the the running back from Auburn. I think they placed him on IR a couple weeks back. So they were really, really well balanced with him. Now they're just more flinging it around. Well, I, I think they feel comfortable because their quarterback's playing really well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.